All right. I did a lot of talking the last episode. I think another female with another perspective, because you may or may not like Jenny. You may or may not like um, romance. So we would like your take on all things romance since oh for our listeners who don't know we did put a uh, i did send a recommendation to george um on what the book that i wanted him to read the romance book that i wanted him to read and it's called level up a geek girl rom-com and it was written by kathy yardley Yay. Yay. Oh, and by the way, this is the last page podcast. And we are your hosts, Carol, Kyle, aka Rando, Jenny, and George. Why is George? Yeah, I tell you. We're wanting to hear from you. The most talented, funny, whatever, whatever you said. Right. We can mm-hmm. go on and on about that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Wait, wait, so you just said you wanted to hear Jenny's perspective and you threw the ball right back at me. Well, because <laughs> what am I, I doing again? I, I also let everybody know that I let you know what the book with your assigned book was going to be. Have you been able to look at it? No. Okay, great. Then now, Jenny, we want your perspective. Go away, George. <laughs> okay. That's right. Mute it up, buddy. <laughs> I am not a huge fan of romance. Okay. All right. I like um, fun romance when it's summertime and I'm laying by the pool and I just want something that I don't have to be super involved in for entertainment only value. And see, that is one of the perks. Some people like that more often and that's okay. Correct. But I'm not a sappy girl. Um, I'm actually probably more of the dude perspective in the relationship, especially as we get older. He's the one who always wants to hold hands and like tell me nice things about myself rather than typically it's the opposite, uh, which I appreciate. It's just not my, I have other things going on. So I like fun romance, uh, and when I say that, I flip through sex scenes. So if there's like, I don't know, Fern Michaels is one of my favorites because she's funny. Um, same thing with Janet Ivanovich. Those are easy like reads for me and I can flip a couple pages and not have missed any of the plot or anything that pertains to the plot. Um, but generally I like more in-depth books that are more mysterious or have a thriller type appeal to them. Not necessarily horror, but um, some of my favorite books are are um, based on true stories. So I like things about the Holocaust, um, whether it's a story that's true or uh, you know a fiction based on accounts, true accounts. Yeah, historical fiction. Yes. I like those kind of books, but during the summer, I do like fun romance because I'm sitting by the pool. I get interrupted because I get in the pool and I read paperbacks in the pool. So I also am not a nice book person. So they get wet and I bend them and break the spine so that I can hold them open with one hand. Blasphemy. I know, but 
I save them because I reread them in the summertime in the pool. So they aren't wrong. Four books. <laughs> I feel bad for them. They're well loved, oh, Rando. They're well loved. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. So that's where I stand on romance. I am very pro romance, but I guess everybody already knows that from last episode anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, George, I see you've unmuted. Please add to the conversation. Ah, uh-uh, no. Come back. <laughs> Come back. Wait, what? I what? What do you want me to add? <laughs> I want to put you on the spot, man. <laughs> About what? So much anger. Yeah. <laughs> very angry tonight. Mm, I'm surprised we actually get another parts to this whack ass genre. <laughs> uh, I, look, look. Okay, okay. How how many again? Like I said in the chat, how many people go around saying their favorite book is a romance novel? Like you just don't hear that. You just don't so people. There's such stigma against it. There's not. There, there's no stick. It's the best selling genre. There's exactly. No, be, it be, and like it's I I believe that because it's it. like. Just to fix it, it's second best. It only only to thrillers. Aha. Mm-hmm. Why why you got why you got undermine? I mean, like I'm that. not undermining. <laughs> but romance was first and then with resurgence of, you know, true crime enthusiasts in the recent in recent years. Just saying. Alright, well, look. I believe like romance is like, okay. It's look. It so predictable. I would appreciate the genre more, but it just have names. Have weird names. (laughs) Like. I don't know. You haven't seen really innovation in the genre, and I, I think that's my biggest problem with it. Like on a, like on a serious level, like I you, you, think you haven't seen innovation in the genre because you haven't read the genre. No, no. I mean, because like, okay. like in film and like in just so many other aspects you know romance is a huge thing and it's you 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 don't i don't see the innovation anywhere i don't see it in books i don't see it in movies i don't see it in tv shows you know i i I don't know i see innovation because it works it sells and i think Um, that's that and there's there's the there's the the warm blanket appeal you know what I'm gonna get? We're talking what about I like. Yet. You know what I mean? Um, uh, romance novels um, where characters are gay and queer. So that's new because that didn't exist before. Nah, romance is romance. Does it matter yeah. that? Does that make any it difference? Matters for representation purposes. Also, also, I don't care so, if they're straight or gay. 
Who cares? You might not, but um, people that identify. You. Yeah. Well, I'm and saying there are the stories. The same. There are beautiful stories that are written that that have to do um, that not they don't have to do. I'm sorry. The that um, center around um, kind of love stories that are queer. Yeah. Right. I was just saying the same. I wasn't right. That's all I was saying. I wasn't. I was saying whether it's Bill who the, falls the in dynamic love with the is salesman right. or Carol. It's still the same plot. Right. To, uh, how to how degree. would it change though? How there there is no way that it could change. Is what I'm saying. Like somebody needs to meet somebody. Somebody needs to realize that they've fallen in love with this other somebody. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. And at the end, you know, they <laughs> happily ever after. Boom. Done. That's right. There is. And who like, doesn't want that? How how, how is that formula going to change? Is like how how can it be different? How can it be more exciting? <laughs> Silence. You see. Because well, I think you you just have to do the the cross genre stuff if you're wanting more exciting, which is. There are so you know the many thriller things. romance or the yeah. you know, the fantasy romance or the the alien. They, there's like extraterrestrial right. superhero. Who doesn't want to fall in love with an alien? Absolutely, me. But <laughs> going to clarify, there's me. like even <laughs> monsters and paranormal. You don't want to fall in love with an alien? Negative. <laughs> really? What if he's nice and his name's like Antonio? He's from Spain. Ferdinand Bull. Oh, you mean outer space alien. Oh, no, I was thinking. Like Uh, illegal. Yes. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. That's funny. Woo! You like Latin. So much hate mail. (laughs) So much hate mail. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Never said we were appropriate. No, no one said anything about appropriateness. It's yeah, not no, even in the title. The trigger warning on this. <laughs> it's a little late. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, we know you hate it, buddy. It's all right. <laughs> Love everyone, though. All right. But there are going to be um, books and stories that have that romance subplot. And that's something that I understand that you don't necessarily care for. Do you think it takes away from the story? And this is an open, this is an open, open question to everybody. Do romantic subplots that are not necessarily sex, um, do we think those take away from the main point, the main plot, the main story? 85% of the time, I would say yes for me. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's I would say no. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I I think Jenny was going to elaborate. I'm sorry. I just think that it's um, unnecessary, depending upon the story. I mean, some of the stories require a love interest to get the characters through something major within the plot of the book. Those are okay. But if it's just... Or to create a vested interest one in the other. Yes. For for a particular plot reason. But if it's just simply kind of like movies. um, I just watched The Unforgivable. And there was a... Spoilers or we will 
like get shut down or something. <laughs> okay, so there was just a little bit of a hint of a love interest, but it was absolutely. Well, who doesn't want to bang John Barenthal? I don't know who. I identify as straight, and I might want to. Oh wait, is he the guy from The Walking Dead? Uh, no, he's the guy from the. Well, he might be. I know he's the guy from The Punisher. Uh, and yes, from uh, yeah. Ford versus Fairlane. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he was maybe a hint of a love interest, but then it it didn't go any farther. And it's like, really? That was like a waste of... Like, I was not invested in his character at all now. And it was just kind of pointless for the, the movie. So sometimes I feel like that happens in books quite a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, see, I saw it. That's a fair point. I saw it differently. To me, it was adding nuance to her character. I mean, she tentatively reaches out and kind of gets a burn, and you see how rapidly she pulls away and how, how much she struggles making human connection after everything that had happened to her. So I I don't I don't mind those subplots too much, but I like it better when it is a uh like you're showing me character depth. Okay. Like this is this is what I like. This is and by what, you know, I'm saying any kind of love. This is what I love and this is why I love it. This is what motivates me at the end of the day. Yeah, I kind of dig that stuff. Okay. And and that, I thought, showed another layer of Sandra Bullock's character without being kind of cheesy, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. oh, hey, we're going to have a sex scene because we need to have a sex scene. That isn't what they did. They did something different. It was showing that it wasn't cheesy it was that was no that was what made it that that was why i liked it right yeah uh it showed a humanity to her and that she's been damaged right yeah relatability yeah i liked it Mm okay i actually watched that movie just a couple days ago as well so, so how how do you feel about um romantic subplots in in stories because i i feel like some fantasy novels also try to weave in a little bit of that for example um the name of the wind that trilogy the king killer the king killer uh oh i know it yeah um had um some steamy parts to that that were kind of incredible uh, well, steamy parts. It wasn't steamy. It was just, you know, alluding to how great the main character was, even when he had no experience or whatever. Um, and I, I didn't mind it because it's, it, it's kind of like more character development in, in the how incredible his whole story is, um, and, and, and just added more to that legend that he was creating of himself as well so what are your thoughts on that 
I actually liked it quite a lot. Um, I like both of those characters. And the fact that he put her on a pedestal and wasn't interested in anyone else's thoughts on her. You know, there, there were a couple of characters that kind of commented on her negatively and it didn't impact him at all. Again, that showed. I was thinking of the me, Queen showed, Fairy. I was thinking of the Queen Fairy. I wasn't thinking about the other girl. Dinner? Oh, I was thinking Dinner. Oh. How much I enjoyed that where they, you know, oh, she wasn't that pretty and, you know, he just wasn't having it and not, and not creating a fight about it, just, you know, no, she was, you know, the sun and moon. And I like that. I, it's I sweet. That. It was sweet. Yeah. That part was yeah. sweet. So, so I, li- I like that kind in- of thing. That's, yeah. yeah, I don't need the I don't necessarily need the sex scene or anything like that. I don't need them to be, I don't need the happily every ever after trope, but I do like the character definition. Sometimes it doesn't have to be in there, but it doesn't bother me. Fair. Yeah. I like the, the motivation part of it. I like the insight. Um, yeah. I like all the, those kinds of things. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm not as against it as our other two. (laughs) (laughs) Although, uh, you know, Jenny saying that she uh, definitely leans away from romance as she's gotten older and probably role reversal. I'm the other way. You know, I get older and now I'm. You're sappier. Oh, my God. I'm so sappy. Well, that's how my guy has turned. He was not the sappy one right. at the beginning, but as he gets older, he gets sappier, which yep. I'm not complaining. It's nice, but occasionally it's annoying. I think he right. just occasionally gave up. you want to step I mean, put on some flannel and start a fire and chop down a tree. But something like that, sure. But sometimes you get a guy that's gonna watch the notebook and get all weepy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-uh. I'm weepy enough. I cry over like dumb stuff, so Sure, it's not dumb. I'm sure. No, it's really dumb. Like I cry over the Folgers commercials, but I don't cry over like. Shut up, me too. You don't have coffee. I do too. (laughs) I cry over commercials. Any commercial with like a dad figure in it, I can't. I like immediately start bawling. My husband's like, ah, take it off. Like, no, just please. It's so beautiful. But if a real person dies that I'm close to, I typically don't cry. I mean, it's. I'm a jerk. Part of life. I I guess I'm I don't know I'm weird I don't my kids they'll tell my daughter told her little brother one time a year ago he cried because a little girl broke up with him and you know they're nine and she says we don't <laughs> in this house <laughs> and she's very true we don't it's not that we're opposed to it we just we don't we're assholes <laughs> I don't know I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> Not me, I'm all teary-eyed about every day. I, I cry over my animals a lot, but that's Oh, I it. bet. That I do believe. I'm a sucker for the babies and the pets. I want to know what George is. He's got to have one book that he has enjoyed that had romance in it. I want to know what it Or was. similar, or just something, or a hint. Yes. 
like so, like it, it doesn't have to be the main plot. It can be That's even correct. just a subplot. Correct. Uh, hmm. I'm. Remind me about Catcher in the Rye. Did JD or what? No, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. He was such a dick. I don't care for him at all. JD Salinger. Um, him. Whatever yeah, the fuck sorry. his name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, catching the right, like, while he was sleeping with prostitutes and shit, right? There's love involved, right? Sure. There's always love involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't call that love, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say, hmm. Is it, I, I can't really, I'm drawing a blank on literary examples. Can I give, like, another example in another medium? Sure. Um, I would say, and like a lot of people don't really, might not really know, uh, but, uh, I like the wire, uh, on, uh, HBO, um, and a lot of the relationships, like, you know, it is, it's actually a trendsetter in a lot of ways. Cause one of, one of the main characters of the show was actually, a gay male and this was like in the early 2000s before such representation was like you know, really um a thing and um there's also a another relationship between a uh there's a lesbian couple in there that was portray- portrayed pretty accurately i think um and it's not necessarily just any relationship those relationships per se but most relationships you know there's one of the main characters he's a detective and like you know he dates a you know female character later on and you know it's believable and it feels real because you know, he fucks up and then like you know they have to reconcile and stuff like that and it's not like the cheesy you know romantic type of thing because i think my problem with romance is how unrealistic it is it's it's literally romanticized you know it's like this is what we want romance to be. We want romance to be that simple to the point where we can work out these things with people, but people are just more complex than that. I mean, majority relationships statistically end within five months of, you know, them, them starting. Like, so you can say hi to someone and you can be all lovey dubby for, you know, the first three weeks, but that relationship is doomed, you know? And it's like with the people that are married, the people that are, going strong they'll they'll tell you they'll be the first to tell you it's work it's not disney happily ever after you know it's not we have this one big conflict and then you know it's just like oh now we you know we've gotten back together and it's just like you know just all roses and like sunshine from there no you have to deal with another flawed human being who has their own traumas their own insecurities their own baggage and it's just like romance from what i've seen not only in literature but just you know in other mediums just does not do the job of portraying that accurately and when they do that baggage is so toxic the person becomes like fucking joe from you and they go around murdering people and shit so it's just like you know it's not it's there's no balance you know i mean yeah you can have trauma you can have like you know things that you know uh that make you a complicated person and that doesn't mean you have to be a serial killer it doesn't mean you have to be an abusive 
lifetime uh, movie-esque villain or some shit it just means you're a complicated person you know and that's what you know romance doesn't get right it's either or either he's prince charming or he's you know jason Voorhees. there is no in between right that's just you know the way i've seen it you know if that makes sense no sure i and i and i appreciate that point um but it's it's also a genre for entertainment and there's only so many pages in a book but why do we get so much complexity out of other genres and not romance you know it's oh, like I've, I've seen i've seen very well developed and complex characters in in romance novels for sure i won't be a serial killer <laughs> wait what <sighs> dun 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 well just throw that in i mean this could be used against you in a court of law just saying right Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just remember that we're your friends, Rando. For <laughs> if the cops come knocking on my door, I'm, I'm sorry. Say it again. That word seems strong. <laughs> uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm just saying. I. I. I think that um, the concept is can be outdated, but there are a lot of great authors out there and writers. Um, that are doing the work. Yes, there are others that are, and I've 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 read those too. Don't do a good work, a, a good job of developing characters, and don't do um, a good job. Kind of like it's just words on a page. Kind of like this is. I think this sounds good, and go ahead and do that. I'm not going to name any names. Um, and but there are others that do take the time and say like really i want to develop this character and i want to develop this story and take their time and do so even if they like okay like for example uh, i'll give you i give you an example of like a romance i do like and Mm -hmm. you know oh my god yes please tell us i mean i know it's gonna sound really weird to a lot of people but i actually love romeo and juliet you know um Mainly because you know it's they die like, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they were I, think, I think it portrays very accurately. Just again, like just from the start of the you know the the play, star-crossed lovers, like people that just they, they cannot see beyond their emotions in the moment. They're not thinking long term. They don't. They they they, they, they are they, children, of course. I mean, yes, you know, but I mean, like, you know, in, but, you know, to be fair, in Juliet's day, I mean, like 14 was like middle yeah. age. Yeah. You bleeding. Bye. We're going to get you married. I mean, to be fair, people were dying at 30, though, too. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> but like, I mean, I get what it. What you saying? What you saying? <laughs> it, it, was, it was a different time back then. But anyway, it's yes, just like, yes, it so it, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's like they can't see even beyond like they can't even wait, you know, because I, you know, when they find out, you know, uh, the other ones uh, poisoned, you know, they they kill. I think Julia stabs herself. Um, so it's just like it's. I think that's very indicative of how people are. You know, with love. people get very in that puppy stage of love, and it's just like it's. I've seen so many like friends go through that, and I'm just like, your relationship is doomed. Like I could just, I'm just looking at you right now on Facebook. You talking about this is my forever girl, and you're gonna regret this 
about seven months <laughs> and that's what happens it's like it, it, it's like that that's the more common element of romance that i feel like isn't showcased it's always you know oh man you know we worked it out and like you know we really do love each other and i'm a change for you and like you know i'm a uh do like you know a disney duet with you or some shit it's like no that's not and i get it's entertainment i get it's there to make us feel good and stuff like that but a part of like entertainment a part of literature is it's supposed to make us think you know it's supposed to like question us and make us like think you know beyond just not all in the moment there for that all Not- literature can do all kinds of things and that's true but like when it's just it, it, again my problem with the genres if there's not enough diversity you know it, it feels like there's too much of just the pandering and just trying to you know hey don't you wish you had a cowboy by this you know two dollar dollar tree cowboy romance novel where some fictional dude named andy who has a six pack is suddenly interested in you it's and you're playing like, leaky submarine by day three <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it, it's just like I'm. I again. It's like I want to like romance. I'm not gonna sit here and just sit. I'm trashing it because you know I want to forever hate it. I want to like the genre. I want to like the element because it's. It, it can give stories flavor. It can give you know. It, it can be a very p- powerful storytelling you know element. But I just. I don't know. I just. I, I feel like it needs a little bit more oomph for me to like you know really be like yeah, yeah I can dig it. Yeah, I, I want I, to hear your romance novel whenever you write it. That's right. I'm, I'm here willing for to it. collaborate I'm, with I'm, you on a I'm romance novel. You have to put in the genre what you think it's missing. I will be. I volunteer to be um, your your reader, your arc reader. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh yeah, it's happening, people. Wait for it. 2025. I love oh, it. Speaking <laughs> of, I just got done doing that. Arc Wait, reader. What? Not yeah. leaky submarine, but arc reader. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like it? No spoilers. You don't have to tell us who it was. For. Excuse me. How did you like it? You don't have to tell us who it was for. Uh, it was fantastic. I actually, yeah? it was in the fantasy genre. Um, surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Well, actually, it was it was a very lucky surprise. Um. I was actually in the car and this author, Heron Michaels is who it is. Um, he puts a blurb out, just a, a paragraph of the book that he had just finished. And I read the paragraph and literally said out loud, wow, it'd be really cool to be involved, you know, beta read or arc read or whatever. And like an hour later, he put a post up and said that he was looking for these types of readers. And I volunteered and I got to read it. and. I have read a lot of books in this genre, and it is really damn good. Cool. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, if he ever wants to come on the podcast, we will interview him. Oh, I will definitely be asking him. <laughs> Just because he's actually a pretty fun guy. Oh, good. Uh, good. I've spoken to him once or twice on the phone, and yeah. Oh, wow. That's serious. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to date. Like a hero like that. That could be George and I's romance novel there you go oh, right this it. is how we met by me beta reading his story oh, oh. god 
<laughs> I mean, there's a story right there, George. I'm just That's saying. Right. And I travel cross country for love. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think his fiance would have a little bit of an issue with it, but you know, you never know. You never know. But she, but she doesn't know one hurt her. <laughs> it, it might be my new favorite thing. You never oh, know. Oh, Lord. God help us. It takes all people. <laughs> That's right. Oh, um, we are reviewing the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton next episode. So get y'all's books and um, read along and um, be on the lookout for um, the last episode of this year. We'll be reviewing that book that Kyle um, recommended or his selection. It was his selection. So be um, on the ready for that. Inadvertently, but yeah. Yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Happy mistakes, right? Yeah. Right. That's right. Just wanted to give everybody a reminder that that's what we'll be doing for next episode. Yeah, we should start doing that weekly. Well, you know, living and learning. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> critiquing like that. I was just saying. No, I know you have it out for me, Kyle. Admit it. <laughs> well, it's fine. a little. <laughs> I see. I see. Uh, I knew it. I felt it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I'm being dumb. Um, let's, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> That's okay, because I live there. So. <laughs> You made a mistake because you know you sent me this audio. I'm a clip that I'm being dumb. And I'm just gonna put it in random parts. <laughs> every time it. you make oh a God. point, I hope you do. Every time I'm being dumb. I'm being dumb. Damn it, George! All right, right, that's gonna be our clip thing. It's just her saying it over and over and over. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm being dumb. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that would be the best. Yes. Be the best. I know you love the sound of my voice. This is why you hate recording without me. I mean, right. you know it. It's I know it. Voice. It's fine. It's fine. Um, anybody have any announcements? Anything cool that they want to share? If not, I think we will... reiterate where everybody can find us um, on socials, but I'll give everybody a chance. Oh, real quick. I do have one thing. Yeah. So I saw this on Instagram two days ago, I think. Ryan Kroll is an author who does, I think, a little bit of everything. I don't know much about him, but it is R-Y-A-N-K-R-O-L author is his Instagram thing. Handle, whatever the hell you call it. Well, he don't date, don't date yourself, Kyle. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, I got no idea. The horseless carriage, I got stumped there, and then. <laughs> but anyway, I will get back on track. Um, this author recently posted that he will send you one of his. He, he's either got three or four books. He will send you a book for you to read for free if you review it. Oh. oh, So yeah. anybody that's listening, here's a chance to be introduced to a new author and also, you know, what we all love, get a free book. Oh, cool. Oh, hell yeah. So I, like I interacted him very, very little, interacted with him very, very little, but he seemed quite pleasant and 
sent me the book, I think, the very next day. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, wow, I thought it was kind of a cool you. thing and you know I'll say and my also, my dog approves as well. There you go. <laughs> And also, um, Goodreads, if, it, if our listeners are not on Goodreads, they also do giveaways. So you can enter the ones that, you know, you oh, like. I didn't best. know that. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Am I breaking news over here? Well, yeah, well oh. everything is breaking news from here. You kidding? Well, again, Kyle, stop dating yourself. <laughs> I, I'm being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, I live there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you um, have a Goodreads account and um, you, uh, they, they, you, they do. Uh, I've actually gotten a, a couple of books, e- ebooks and um, physical books, um, for free for participants just signing up for giveaways. On, oh, well, um, that's cool. So yeah, check yeah. it out. I did not know. Hmm. Awesome. Yay. All right. Um, everybody can find us at the last page bookcast, our Instagram handle on Instagram, the LP bookcast on Twitter, and the last page bookcast on Facebook. And our email address is the last page bookcast at gmail.com. Send all the hate mail directed to Kyle. Thank you very yes. much. Yeah, yeah, send all the hate mail to me. Send all the hate mail. To I will Kyle. respond. I'm sure. Yes. Please. Oh, I will. Think I will enjoy witty. the hell out If it's of it. not going to be a good email, please don't send it. <laughs> yeah. Call right, whatever. Well, yeah. See y'all next again. week. Bye. 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 Stay safe. Bye.